Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love scary movies. That's right. This is Doug Loves Scary Movies for the entire month of October. We talk a lot about horror it's Sunday, October 2nd, 2022, and my guests today are Brett Morgan, Kelly McInerney, and Matthew Patrick Davis. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. <laughs> That's the part where everybody responds at the same time. They, of course, are like, what? He just talked to all of us. So let's meet everybody uh, individually, uh, starting with, first up, I'm thrilled to have this guest back. He's the director and pretty much everything else of Moon Age Daydream, a terrific David Bowie, I don't even think doc's the right word, just uh, experience that uh, is in theaters now. His name is Brett Morgan. Hello, Brett. Doug, thank you so much for having me back in the program. I mean, you spent, uh, you were on this show seven years ago promoting Kurt Cobain montage of Heck. And that's how long it took you to do this David Bowie movie. You've been working on it ever since, right? Uh, I've been working on it ever since. And I, I have a, a quick little story for you about the last time I went in your show. I oh, thought really? I was getting, okay. I thought I was, I thought I was going to your Get Stone podcast. I didn't realize it was the movie <laughs> podcast. And I got so baked before I showed up thinking that like you weren't going to be able to push me over the hill. And I remember running into, I think it was like Michael Sheen or someone in the dressing room. And I was like, so how stoned are you? And he was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, <laughs> wait, what do you mean, dude? I, you're not high. He goes, no, this isn't a getting high show. It's a movie trivia show. So I just want to say that I've come fully prepared today until you sort of signaled that it was the horror day. So I, I may be a little off my game, but thank you for the invitation. Oh, well, you know, I think uh, even though horror will come up today, it's more um, 
it's more the discussion part than the uh well actually the games have some horror stuff in them too but uh your overall general knowledge of of film should should help you out i think you did even though you were high i think you did all right the last time you were on thank you doug <laughs> also joining us today yeah. Same can be said of my filmmaking, actually. <laughs> uh, well, real, before I introduce the next guest, I will say that um, a thing that people need to know, two things that people need to know about Moon Age Daydream is that I feel like if you're not a Bowie fan or super into Bowie, that you it, you, you will be by the time it's over. And that also um, you should see it, you know, as big as possible because um Obviously, movie screens are hard to uh, get these days, and it's it's still in theaters. So, so try to go out and see it in a theater if you can. That's you mine. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, also joining us today, it's comedian and returning champ Kelly McInerney. How's it going, Kelly? Hey, it's good. How about you? <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, excited to have you back again, and uh, yeah. Um, I'm excited yeah. too. I'm, I'm a fan of both of the people out here. I'm like, oh my god! It's it's like I, <laughs> I'm so excited. That's it. I'm speaking gibberish. That's how excited I am. Because you did see, you in fact saw a Moon Age, Moon Age Daydream, yes? Yeah, and it was so good. Like I, I guess I wasn't expecting like a like a found footage documentary type deal, but it was like so fun. You just yeah, you fall in love with David Bowie all over again, and you got to see it in IMAX. It's so cool. And the the next guest, I I, <laughs> I, 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 we did the recommendations last time and I recommended Barbarian. That was my pick. And it's excited to meet somebody that was in it. I don't want to spoil who it is the next one. But yeah, this is this is exciting. I can't wait to play movie games with people that actually make movies. <laughs> It is uh, it is awful uh, cool, and I will go ahead and introduce that gentleman you are referring to right now from the motion picture barbarian. It's Matthew Patrick Davis. Hello, Doug. Thank you for hello. Having me. <laughs> How's it going, man? Super, super. Uh, I'm uh, I've been a fan of this show for a long time, so I'm happy to be on it. And. Cool. Uh, it's a beautiful it's beautiful the way this came together because uh, I had not seen Barbarian and I was, you know, through channels, uh, found out that you'd be interested in being a guest on this show. And uh, and then I sat down and watched the movie and uh, completely forgot about that. Uh, I should be looking for somebody that's eventually going to be on my podcast. And then in the end credits, when I saw your name, I went, oh, wait a second, that guy is going to be on my show. And oh, what an interesting role he had, uh, because uh, it's a terrifying movie and it's mostly because of the role you play uh, in the film, uh, which is uh, not to give it away. I, I think the less people, this is one of those movies where everyone goes around saying the less you know, the better. Yeah. So we'll just say that you are effective and uh, <laughs> and, and that uh, people should see it. Um, most of how long award I, i'm hoping for that one yeah i mean because that's that's a compliment for a scary character right that it's uh uh it is effective it's really um yeah it's uh <laughs> and I, of course justin long's a friend of the show he's uh, yeah. been on a bunch of times and um 
uh, he's also kind of a surprise in the movie. If you if you go in absolutely cold, uh, he he suddenly just sort of pops up, but it's it's delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, <laughs> it keeps you guessing too. That's what I like. You know, like I love a guess it like it keeps you on your toes. Horror movie. Oh, so good. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It takes a lot of right turns. Yeah, <laughs> so many right turns, but does not end up back in this where they started. <laughs> okay, maybe this awesome. it doesn't go completely around the block. No. Well, uh, before we play the games today, I always like to get recommendations from my guests, and since we are uh, into the month of October, I would like everybody, if you don't mind, to recommend. Uh, a horror movie last week kelly uh, uh we weren't even doing horror movies and she brought up barbarian but um what's another horror movie that you you know maybe a undiscovered gem that you've seen kelly oh man an undiscovered gem i can i can i, I don't know if i should hmm. <laughs> I, um i really like I know we've talked about this one before. It's not really a horror movie, but I'm uh, the only undiscovered gem that I always want to like talk about is like Anna and the Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is a horror movie because it's a zombie film, but it's also uh, a, a Christmas themed um, musical. Yeah. So that's the that that's the twist. But it is a it does have scary parts. It's got jump scares and stuff. Yeah, it's a little um, bit of everything too. That's what I like, and it works. It, like sometimes when it's a little bit of everything, it's too much, and you're like, I can't keep track. But this everything kind of goes well together, and the soundtrack slaps like it's so catchy. <laughs> yeah, it really is a, a fun movie, and I I try to like ever since I saw it, I, I try to watch it again around the holidays. I don't watch it around Halloween because it's more of a Christmas movie to me than a than a horror movie. But uh, yeah, I agree. But it's scary still, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, no, and it's a it's a terrific recommendation. So, excellent work. Thanks. Uh, I, got, <laughs> I got a good one, Doug. Um, okay. My favorite film of the year actually is called Speak No Evil. Um, it's a film that I recommend if you're listening. You don't look up. You don't ask anyone about. You just <laughs> put it on. Um, and, uh, and I'm, uh, yeah, it scared the fucking shit out of me and was so well-made. Um, it's, it's definitely on top of my uh, list for the year. It's so uncomfortable. Right. Makes you feel so uncomfortable at the end. I saw it too. And I, I agree, Brett, that that's it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's another good, uh, you know, that's another nice thing to say about a horror movie is made you very uncomfortable. Yeah, because, um, you know, that's that's what they're looking for. Now, Matthew, you uh, were you a fan of horror movies before you took on this uh, scary role? I I have a lot of horror blind spots like <laughs> I, I, I do, you know, like I love The Shining and I, I love Evil Dead, too, and those things. But uh, going up going when I was on set in Bulgaria last summer, I did ask Zach, the writer and director, um, who is a big horror fan, I was like, what should I watch while I'm here? And so my recommendation will be the first one that he recommended to me that I just rewatched with my brother down in San Diego last night. And I am really proud of myself for watching it again, because when I watched it the first time, I was not sure if I could do that again. And it's Audition 
the Japanese movie from 1990. Yeah, that I've never seen it because I just like I, I don't know if I could handle it. Yeah, I think I wouldn't recommend watching <laughs> it alone in a hotel in Bulgaria with your like, <laughs> headphones on because the sound design of that movie is very intense. And I just noticed watching it again on a regular TV last night. I'm like, I'm glad that those sounds are not in my head right now at this moment. They're in the yeah. TV. What's that? Yeah, they're they're away in the TV as opposed to like in my ears at this moment. Uh, it was it's hard to watch. Yeah, that's a you know interesting uh, recommend recommendation from that dude. Like uh, you know he he, he might have lost you uh, you know that very day uh you might you might have been like oh what am i getting into this, this is what this director likes right. <laughs> right well he had me trapped in bulgaria there was no way to go yeah well that's is it like i know i don't think it was bulgaria but also did, did you watch the hostel films while you were there because that would probably also be especially creepy if you were uh in another country I've nary seen a hostel. That was my first time. They also recommended Hereditary. So that was my first time seeing that. And, oh, God. Uh, the Descent and Don't Breathe. And then the the original The Thing. Uh, so those are the ones I watched when I was there. The black and white The Thing? Oh, I, oh sorry. Not the original. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the John Carpenter one. Yes. Yeah, they remade that recently. They remade the John Carpenter one, I guess you could say, uh, with the lady in the... Uh, Kurt Russell role, but yeah, the uh, the Kurt Russell one, yeah, uh, is amazing. Like the practical, uh, you know, onset effects in that movie are so cool. And um, but all of those movies, damn, you had a real like they didn't just recommend you know easy to digest horror movies. They gave you some real, real rough ones. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I, sure that I was real effed up. <laughs> I like it. Uh, all right. Well, those are great recommendations for uh, scary things for people to watch. Getting the uh, getting the month going right. I'll be asking my guests all month to uh, recommend horror films so that the listeners can uh, scare the shit out of themselves this month. And uh, we're going to go to a quick break and then we're going to play some games. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We are back, and I'd like to play a game called How Long Is It? And it's a, uh, a game where each of you has to guess how long something is. It's always something different, uh, but the person who's closest without going over 
wins. And here's what we're going to do today. Tom Hanks' first movie role was in the horror film, He Knows You're Alone. And so the question is, how long is the list of people murdered by the killer in that film? Now, I don't know if any of you are familiar with that movie, so it might just be a wild guess you have to take. We'll start with Brett. Do you have any idea what the body count is in uh, He Knows You're Alone? Well, I'm listen, my, my logic here is that this must be somewhere around 79, 80, right? Because Bosom Buddies uh, launched somewhere in that period. And so mm -hmm. then it's, so now we're talking with 70s horror film. Uh, the body counts generally weren't that enormous. So I'm going to go with a uh, lucky number seven. Okay. That seems like, I mean, you just said there's body counts aren't very high and then came up with seven. Uh, I didn't think that was too extreme, <laughs> but we're going to find out soon enough, Doug. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just, uh, you know, like thinking of like all the summer camp and uh, Friday the 13th movies, it seems like there is around that number of, of uh, campers get killed, but uh, uh, we'll see. Kelly, do you have a, uh, what do you um, think? Do you ever see I this movie? Never seen it, never heard of it. Wild guess. He knows you're alone, taking it. Okay, so he's alone, the guy. I'm just guessing uh, Tom Hanks dies. One. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> wait, wait. So who do you think that he is in the title? Is it I don't, Tom Hanks or no, I don't I don't think so. I think that he is the, the killer like Tom Hanks. Oh, plays, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one that's alone. Yeah, you, yeah. It's, he's the you. He is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. So I think the killer yeah, just kills the main character. It seems like they're just it seems like the I don't know, a phone call calling you up. Hey, are you alone? And then is that how this movie starts? Maybe that's what hey, I'm heads guessing. up a minute. I'm coming over to kill you. Are you alone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then slash, slash, slash. Bye, Tom. It's a reasonable question. Yeah. To ask when you're going to murder somebody is if there's going to, you know, am I going to have to, you got to have to kill more than one person? Is there going to be other people around that I have to kill? Because then you got to really hassle. pace yourself, you know, mm -hmm. like that's like a workout killing more than one person. I'd imagine a lot of arms slashing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matthew? Yes. What are, what are you thinking? Have you seen this uh, classic movie? Somehow I've missed it. Yeah, I think a lot of people missed it. Um, but, you know, just, just, just for Tom Hanks' completists, you know, it's, it's important. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How many people do, would you guess uh, die? We got one and we got seven. So you got a little, a little room here to operate. Right. My initial instinct was also that it was on the lower side. Um, although when I hear about seven people dying, I don't think that's a low amount, you know, um, let me see. So I'm going to do in the middle four. You're going with four. Yep. All right. So to recap, Brett's guessing that seven people die by the, at the hands of the uh, killer and he knows you're alone. Kelly's going with one and Matthew says four and i you know you know horror may not be your thing brett but you really sniffed this one out because it is the answer is seven. Ooh, yes oh, oh god yeah it wow. so helps to be sober on this show <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> uh, there's two like debatable deaths in the film, meaning like you're not, you don't really see the person necessarily die. And one of them is like from a stray bullet from a cop or something. So uh, I guess there might be nine, but we're, we're calling it seven for our purposes today. And that means that Brett Morgan, you won that first game. And all you really win is you get to go first in the next uh, game that we play uh, that we'll get to after the break. But since you did so well in that game, Brett, let's talk Moon Age Daydream a little bit more. Um, Hold on a so, second. So the, the reward for winning is I get to promote my movie for an extra 30 yeah, you seconds. Get to, Thank you, you get to. You get to talk about it some more, yeah, because I, you know, obviously it changed the subject to horror movies rather quickly, which isn't fair because uh, it does need to be stressed that people need to go out and see this movie on the biggest screen they can. Is there, are, are there any, like, is it like another week, another two weeks? Like, what's the time frame they have to get out and see this? Well, if they're in Southern California, it's playing uh, exclusively in IMAX at the Chinese Theater in the Big Room this week. Uh, we're in, I think, 700 screens, normal uh, 2D screens around America. Um, but, you know, the way the uh, movies go now, every week new movies come in, you get pumped out. So we'll see how long we're in theaters, but we've had a great run so far. So hopefully uh, people will be able to see it for the next few weeks. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely uh, movies that could take over the IMAX slot at the Chinese, but uh, your movie was packing people in uh, in a way that made them go bring it like it went away for a couple of days and came back. Right. Yeah. What happened? What was so crazy is we 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 opened there uh, th three weekends ago. We broke their house record for documentaries that weekend. Um, it was phenomenal. I, I think they did a something like sixty five thousand that weekend. Um, we got pushed out for the Harry Styles film and moved <laughs> over to their Atmos theater and we were selling more tickets over there than they were in the IMAX room. So they brought us back uh, this weekend. So it's very exciting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not throwing a lot of shade at Don't Worry Darling, but it doesn't even strike me as a IMAX kind of movie, especially compared to Moon Age Daydream. So, of course, uh, you know, that switch was seems like it was inevitable. And uh, I'm glad people can still see it. I saw when you you posted a, a video from uh, the opening weekend where uh, some guy was, you know, fucked up enough that he was just dancing around in front of the screen during the movie. <laughs> uh, it was it was very. Um, listen, I thought the film when I made it and when we were having our early marketing conversations with Neon, I was, you know, aware that the film would work fairly well with psychedelics um and that's obviously like a sort of questionable sort of route to go with marketing but we really didn't seem to do it need to do anything because throughout that opening weekend it, it seemed like every day there were more people coming up to me with smiles after the film and just professing you know like i had the best time i took mushrooms and <laughs> I, I i've been tripping on some acid this was great and then there was that one guy who really looked like he was on i don't know what he was on but he was just spazzing out on the floor i made the mistake at the beginning of the movie where i'm like if anyone feels the need to dance just get on your you know just go ahead and then uh, the guy was unfortunately sitting in the front row. And so he just took the whole fucking <laughs> stage and it was like, dude, this is really distracting. Like 
It's a dialogue scene. Stop dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a lot uh, to uh, take in and experience, uh, even if you're not, uh, you know, under, uh, you know, full of drugs. So, uh, yeah, it's a a wonderful experience. Everybody go see it. Uh, I feel like David Bowie and psychedelics go together like mac and cheese. Like, that's why you're not you wouldn't have to be worried with the marketing. Like, yeah, pe- people know. It's yeah. Like, I'm going to go see David. Bo- Hell yeah. <laughs> Shroom it up. Yeah. I mean, I what, love that. <laughs> go ahead. I love Kelly helping promote my movie after I won the question. Kelly, yeah. I, I oh, appreciate yeah. the, the support. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know that you and Matthew are dying to have an opportunity to promote your own work you're gonna have to win this next question i think i'd rather use my time if i ever get it to talk more about you guys you like your movies are out right now and they're killing it so hell i'll just echo your successes (laughs) yeah and let's let's try to let's let's uh start a campaign to get barbarian in imax yeah I think that movie would be way it's like too scary at IMAX. It'd be too uh, too immersive. It was, um, in the, it was in the Dolby Doug. in the AMC's, and I was excited that it was in the Dolby theater. That was fun. You you know that Dolby AMC theaters are uh, as good, often better than IMAX. Um, so oh. some movies, the I'm you know IMAX, you definitely have a better, larger scale picture, but sound. Uh, most IMAX rooms, the ceilings are pretty high up, built up pretty high. And so you're pretty far from the source of the speakers. And a lot of the Dolby Atmos theaters, you just, it's like wearing headphones. So also there's less recliners in IMAXs than there are in those Dolby's. And as a, as a patron, I like, I like comfy seats. So uh, (laughs) team Dolby. But by the way, did Doug, did you happen to attend the RRR screening at the um, Chinese Friday night? I did not. But uh, boy, everybody's talking about it like it's the best thing that ever happened. It really was the best thing you ever have. I mean, it was <laughs> it was unbelievable to see 900 people all on their feet in the middle of the movie dancing. I mean, that was oh, wow. <laughs> really, really incredible experience I've never witnessed. Yeah, uh, RRR, I think we've mentioned it on the show before because uh, some of my guests have recommended it. Uh, I, I have yet to see it. I've, I've seen clips and I'm just like blown away by just short moments of it. Uh, but I would rather see it in a theater that I couldn't go the other night, but I'd rather see it in a theater than on TV if possible uh, because everybody just, uh, you know, raves about it. And uh, it's super long and got lots of action and lots of, uh, and it's got, and it's a music, Parts of it are a musical, I guess. I, I you know, I, again, it's I'm not like really looking into uh, finding out more about it just because I I know enough to want to see it. And uh, that Beyond Fest screening, uh, yeah, it's everybody was just uh, going crazy for how uh, enthusiastic the audience was for it. Um, let's do a, another break and then play our final game of the the day that'll determine today's winner. Brett, you get to go first in our next game. That's uh, another thing you won by winning that first one. Uh, And we will do that uh, right after this break. We'll be right back. We're back. 
That was fast. Um, my next game I'd like to play uh, is called The Little Search Engine That Could. And the way this game works is I type a word into the search engine on the uh, IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. And then I write down the top 10 titles of movies listed there, uh, you know, based on their algorithm, they list, uh, you know, which, which movies are the most popular with that word in the title. And so I write down 10, the top 10, and the game is the three of you have to try to uh, come up with the titles that are in this top 10. Um, We'll play three rounds, and each round you each get to, gets to guess one title. And if it's on the list, you get points. And the higher up on the list, uh, the more points you get, with number one being worth 10 points, all the way down to number 10 being worth one point. Does all of that make sense so far? Yes. yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes sense, be silent. Okay, great. Uh, okay, so uh, the word that I typed in, because as I said, it is, uh halloween month uh the word i typed was dead d-e-a-d d-e-a-d so this is movies that have the word dead in the title and brett like i said you get to go first and then we will go to matthew and then to kelly and we'll do you know you'll each get to guess three titles but we'll do them in three rounds, you know, one one at a time. So, Brett, you got your first swing here. Give me a movie okay. that's got the word dead in it that you think would be popular with people looking stuff up on IMDb. Well, I think uh, the obvious thing is to go with a horror film, but I'm going to go with Dead Poet Society. Well, look at you. Look <laughs> at the big brain on Brett because <laughs> you absolutely nailed it. Because that is the number one uh, motion picture on the list of dead titles is Dead Poets Society. I think it's because Robin Williams, either his birthday or his death day just happened. His anniversary of one of those, I think, just happened. But uh, congratulations, Brett. You're in the lead uh, right out of the gate with 10 points. Uh, thank you, Doug. It certainly, again, helps to be sober for your show, but thank you. <laughs> you think if you were high, you wouldn't remember Dead Poets Society? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, that movie, I, you know, of course, loved it when it came out because I loved Robin Williams and, you know, and it's just the whole thing. So, uh, you know, what's the word? Like it's, it's got a kind of romantic attitude about uh, suicide or whatever but uh uh is that is that movie worth another look is it do you think it holds up today i've actually never seen it <laughs> <laughs> but you've seen parodies of it where like people are standing on their desks and and uh you know yelling at the oh captain my captain at their teacher you know i was in college <laughs> when it came out and it just didn't register um, right you know so yeah Kelly and Matthew, do you are you fans of that film? I haven't seen it in a while, uh, but I was thinking of rewatching it because I listened to like Ethan Hawke on something. I'm like, he seems cool, and so I I don't know, I don't know if it's good. I think Ethan Hawke is very cool. Yeah, 
yeah, he's, uh, I've only seen the first part, but he made a, uh, a doc series for, I think, HBO about Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. Ooh. Uh, that I've been watching, uh, you know, I watched a little bit of it. Oh, wait a sec. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And then, like, he's got celebrities doing the vo- uh, lots of the voices, uh, it, you know, in, in the movie, but or in the series. It's like six episodes long. It's like six hours of stuff about Paul Newman. Um, oh, cool! And, I gotta watch and Joe, it. yeah, and Joan Woodward was never, you know, she was she was more famous than Paul Newman when they met, but then he just had a kind of a bigger career. So it's interesting to learn more uh, about her. Uh, Kelly, what do you think? Uh, you have a chance to uh, try to catch up to Brett if you can name uh, any movie in the remaining uh, nine films that have the word "dead" in the title. I have a question. Uh, can the okay. word be a, a, attached to another word? Do you see where I'm going here? Like, it's not just dead. It's a, like a superhero, like Deadpool. <laughs> Does that uh, count? Yes, Deadpool would count because, you know, the search engine, just all it cares about is, the, is that the letters D-E-A-D are, are in there and in that order. Okay. So, de- so Deadpool and Deadpool 2 are both uh, eligible. I'm going with uh, the first guy, Deadpool. Incorrect. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kelly. I'm shocked, okay. by that, to be, I'm shocked to be honest. <laughs> That's I think crazy. Deadpool movies are pretty popular. You think the original Deadpool would be in there. Yeah, you'd think it, the nerds would Google it, especially because like the new news with the new movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, this idea of having Wolverine, uh, like being a full character played by Hugh Jackman in a Deadpool movie makes me so happy because Logan was my favorite, you know, is one of my favorite superhero movies and my favorite Wolverine movie. And then, of course, the idea is that he Hugh Jackman's going to retire. But thanks to all this multiverse crap, uh, they're able <laughs> it seems like they're able to bring him back in, in this next Deadpool. And I, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think um, so too. Okay, Matthew, you're up. Mm, well, you know, I mentioned it earlier. Evil Dead 2. I fucked up the order too. I was supposed to go to Matthew next, but uh, as long as no one's mad, we'll just keep going. Um, I'm sad, but I'm not mad. <laughs> and uh, unfortunately, that's another one that surprises me. Evil Dead 2 did not make this list. I mean, it's on the list, but it's past the the number ten slot. So now, Brett, do you want to rub it in even more? And uh, <laughs> it's time for the second round. Can you? I'm gonna go give with, us another uh, one. Yeah, why don't we go with Dead Ringer, the Cronenberg film? Uh, Dead Ringers. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, Dead Ringer, I think it, it, it's called. I think it's ringers because, oh, right. It could be either one, but I think it's ringers because, uh, you know, it's Jeremy Iron is, Irons is twins. This and, is true. Uh, and so that maybe it's referring to the both of them, but you're right. It could be just referring to just one of them, but whichever way you slice it, you know, I know the movie you're talking about and that is number five on the list. So that's worth an additional six points. This list is crazy. I don't know how you're doing it, Brett, but uh, congratulations on your sobriety. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kelly. This may be the time when you want to promote your upcoming gigs. <laughs> <Yeah>. Go <laughs> Florida fast. I'll so, talk about so, later. 
she'll get a chance at the, yeah. at the end. We'll give everybody a chance at the end with some plug stuff. But, um, but thanks, Brett. <laughs> just making sure. Thank you. <laughs> it's very nice of you. Uh, Kelly, <laughs> what do you think? What's another one that uh, might be in here? Um, Night of the Living Dead. Is that possible? Good one. That is a motion picture, and it does have the word dead in the title. Please, please be on the list. That's what you're going with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's uh, not on the list. <laughs> what kind of list is this? It's a list uh, of movies that have dead in the title. I know. That, uh, IMDb really, uh, it, it, these are the, the ones they say are the most popular right now. Matthew? That was, was good. The word, was the word dead in any of the titles that uh, Zach, director of Barbarian, told you to watch? Uh, let's see. Hereditary. Account. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, while while you were watching Hereditary for the first time, did you uh, make it a double bill with Midsummer? I had already seen Midsummer. Oh God. Enough. Yeah. So you'd already seen the most disturbing movie ever made. <laughs> right. <laughs> I definitely prefer Hereditary. Um. All right. So what do you got? Oh man. Uh. Is there a movie called like uh, Day, Day of the Dead? <laughs> <laughs> there is a movie called Day of the Dead. Right, yeah, I, I knew it that. The, it was the third in the original George A. Romero uh, Dead trilogy, uh, but it did not make the list. The third made it, but the first didn't. This is like cracking me up how absolutely spot on Brett is being and that Kelly and Matthew who arguably arguably went into this thing probably thinking, oh yeah, Brett doesn't know horror movies. We <laughs> we know horror movies. So uh, so it's just a he's just running away with this thing. Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and do a third round. See if uh, see if Kelly or Matthew can get some points on the board, or if Brett could just add more to his legendary score. Uh, what do you got, Brett? I'm feeling pretty good about this one, to be honest, Doug. Um, and let me just give you some logic behind it. The great Edgar Wright, uh, who I am just guessing oh. is a big draw on IMDb, uh, given how much he appeals to cinephiles. And so I'm just going to have to go with Shaun of the Dead uh, for, for round number three. I, you know, I always love anytime anybody brings up anything that uh, Edgar's up to because he's been a, a terrific guest on the show over the years. And I, I do love his movies as well, including Shaun of the Dead, which on this list is, in fact, uh, number nine. <laughs> You're three for three, Brett. You said three movies and all Dang. three of them are on the list. Oh, uh, and you get two points for Son of the Dead. So you have 18 points, which is just, there's no, <laughs> there's no way that Kelly or Matthew can catch up to you. Uh, but let's, like I said, let's see if we can get some points on the board. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd like to be on the board. <laughs> okay, so to recap, we got Dead Poet Society, Dead Ringers, and Shaun of the Dead, all suggested by Brett, all on the list. But what else do you okay. think might be there, Kelly? I have a good idea because I feel like people, this is a newish movie. Uh, and I feel like the fans of it are like, are Google people. 
IMDb. I don't know. Army of the Dead. <laughs> you think that? You think Army of- you you want to go with uh, Zack Snyder's Netflix movie yes. Army of the Dead? Correct. Good one. Which Thanks. recently had a uh, sequel called Army of Thieves. Oh. And, it, and it was just a heist movie without zombies, I think. I didn't even know that. Yeah, just some of the same characters from the zombie movie, I think. Um, but Brett I, said I it's good, it. so I have hope. I've got yeah. hope. No, I do want to see it. And I, I liked Army of the Dead a lot. And um, it's number seven. Woo! You did Woo! it, Kelly. You, you picked Woo! one out of there. Uh, Hooray! Four <laughs> points. That's what we call you. Four points McInerney. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Matthew, this is an exciting moment. Oh, boy. Um, uh, so Dead Ringer you can do this. reminded me of Dead Zone. Um, isn't that okay? A, isn't that's that a, what you're going with? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you meant the Dead Zone. Of course I did. Of course which was a motion picture based on a Stephen King book and then uh, starring Christopher Walken. And then it was a TV series uh, starring Anthony Michael Hall. And recently they've made a movie that's just called Dead Zone. So by saying it that way, you picked <laughs> out the number three movie on the list. Uh, it's some movie, uh, action movie starring Chad Michael Collins. I'm not familiar with him. <laughs> but it's called it's just called Dead Zone and it's currently number three on the list of dead movies. Wow. So, <laughs> I don't need your pity you, points. <laughs> you squeaked it. Well you you got you got eight points. So you you yeah. technically you came in second if you want, you know, bragging rights for uh, you know if you want to tell people you got the the, uh, the silver and not the bronze. <laughs> just by pure dumb luck. <laughs> uh, let's find out the titles that we did not get to starting with number 10 i thought somebody might land on this just because it's been made twice with the same name uh dawn of the dead oh man uh, and this was, was the, choice, yeah. yeah yeah this was the zack snyder uh, directed and james gunn uh co-authored dawn of the dead and um of course the original dawn of the dead is my uh favorite of all all the zombie movies but there's been lots of good ones which is strange you think that there would be only so much you could do with zombies but um there's been some really some really good ones um number nine was Dawn of the dead number eight uh early peter jackson called dead alive a great movie yeah right it's really uh chaotic that movie (laughs) if i remember correctly and um of course, I'm curious to know, Brett, what did you see Peter Jackson's uh, Beatles movie? I had now, let's go back to getting baked with Doug. Um, the the <laughs> waking up for three mornings in a row last November, at what it was like 5.30 in the morning, those would come online in uh, release of my house, set the alarm, and then go into theater and watch for three hours. It was so hypnotic and mesmerizing and 
um, truly one of the great nonfiction experiences I think I've ever had. And, and I, I don't know if I love the film, I, 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 I like, but it was one of the greatest experiences uh, I've had just kind of waking up and falling asleep and opening up your eyes again, you know, we're on take nine. And it just, it, it was, it was so hypnotic and uh, beautiful. Yeah, I got to watch it, but it's a, uh, how long is it, all, all of it together? Like it's six like or nine hours? Six or nine hours. And I really highly recommend like doing it sort of in the morning, like right when you wake up and when you're kind of like, just kind of trying to get orientated to the day. All right. I'll give that a try. Um, number six on the list was a uh you were so close matthew it was the original evil dead the evil dead without the two Damn. <laughs> that came in number six and then uh five is dead ringers and then four was that's why i was going back and forth with you brad about ringer or ringers because number four is a betty davis movie from 1964 called dead ringer which this I'm not true. familiar with that movie. I mean, I guess it sounds familiar, but I never saw it. I don't think. Uh, I don't even know if it's a horror movie. Uh, might be. And then this is where the IMDb thing really gets wacky because it's another new movie. Uh, apparently there's a film called Dead for a Dollar that, <laughs> that just came out somewhere. I think it's, I think it's on some screens. Uh, and uh, it stars Rachel Brosnahan from Mrs. Maisel and uh, and the great Willem Dafoe. And uh, wow. just seems to be just kind of shoved out into theaters without much fanfare because I've never heard of it. And there you have it. That's the little search engine that could. Congratulations on your big win, Brett. Um, Doug, thank you so much. Uh, Matthew <laughs> and Kelly, I share this honor with you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for for killing it. I don't know. I'm still I'm still uh but I don't know. I'm still like taken aback by this dead for a dollar thing and like not whatever. I'm I'm happy <laughs> nothing. No, I'm rambling. Sorry. Yeah. No, it does it does feel uh feels unfair for the for a trivia contest to have a a t uh, answer that nobody's ever heard of before, but uh That's Google. <laughs> that's that's the algorithm over at IMDb is it's just uh I, I guess because it is new people are uh typing it in but they're still more excited about dead poets society and um I, yeah. I I think I might have to revisit that one just 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 to see because I I went for it hook line and sinker when I was a kid but I feel like as an adult it might be a little too sh schmaltzy for me um, kind of like Patch Adams or something. Uh, Brett Morgan, what are you going to do now? I mean, you spent <laughs> so much time on the David Bowie movie. Uh, you watched footage of David Bowie for for several years. What what happens now? Now that now that it's out. Well, I um. I'm gonna start shooting a new film and it looks like maybe uh, at the beginning of the new year. 
uh, it's going to be a, a, a wild departure for me. I'm, it's not music related and it's not archival. Uh, it's a movie about an iconic actor um, who your audience is well familiar with, but we haven't, we're not ready to announce yet, um, who's invited me to move in with him for several months while he uh, goes to work on a new film with the caveat that uh, he can never tell me to turn the cameras off. And so we're filming him both sort of on set and at home. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it should be uh, an adventure, if nothing else. That sounds wild. It's going to be, well, when you hear the, I, I really want to tell you the name of the actor. <laughs> I know, it, you must be dying there, to there, there's, there's no one that would, that would, elicit that word than the person I'm, I'm going to be uh, cohabitating with. So um, uh, look for that, I guess, uh, sometime uh, <laughs> late next year. Yeah. Keep an eye out for this mystery project. That sounds amazing. Cause I, I, you know, I can't think of an actor that I wouldn't want to see, you know, a filmmaker put together, you know, uh, a more personal portrait of them doing their work on a very specific project. So that uh, that sounds very cool. Did you see the uh, Val Kilmer doc, Val? Yeah, I really liked that. I thought that was great and um, very heartfelt. And um, I don't know why I'm going to say this. As soon as you said that, I, I flashed to that film, Hal, maybe because it's like Val and Hal, which is the great documentary about Hal Ashby that oh, I yeah. um, hi highly recommend people watching. But Val is superb. Yeah, great film. I was just wild that um, that Val Kilmer was just so into uh, having his own camera on set and filming everything, and then also continuing to film when people would tell him to stop. Like he really got so such amazing stuff over the years. Like he's been in so many classic movies, and then to just see like him just on set with goofing off with everybody, it's it's a quite an amazing movie. If you um, haven't seen the movie Val, the scenes of them shooting Island of Doctor Moreau. Are, are worth the price of admission. Yeah, that alone is because uh, everything that was so such crazy. a crazy set. Yeah, yeah, such a crazy set. And then I've never, uh, I, 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 there's hardly a movie moment I enjoy more than uh, than Val Kilmer doing a, a Marlon Brando impression to his face in <laughs> Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> oh, so fun. All right, uh, Kelly McInerney, what do you got to plug? Um, I I'm headlining a show in in Lancaster on October 11th. If anybody, California, yeah, Lancaster, California. Yep. If anybody's out there, come to that. Follow me <laughs> on <laughs> Holly Weirdo on Twitter and Instagram for like the address and stuff. And then I'm doing Fest in Gainesville, which is like a really it's a punk rock wrestling comedy fest on Halloween weekend. So that'll be fun. Gainesville, yeah. Florida. That's it. That's Wrestling, comedy, and what else? Punk rock? Yeah, like um, uh, Less Than Jake and stuff are going to be there. Wow. Like, yeah, it's pretty fun. That sounds wild. Yeah. Uh, I got to stop saying, I've said wild too many times today. Uh, Matthew, Patrick, Davis. Is that a SAG thing, the three names, or do you like uh, the formality? No, I'd rather be five first names. Uh, yeah. No, I'd love to be Matt Davis, but uh, you, you'd be surprised to find out that that's a common name. 
Yeah, there's some there's some guy in SAG out there with the name Matt Davis is not working. He's holding you up with his use of the name, but but also the three names also those it does sound classy. You know, it kind of reminds me of like back when I would watch Mash and and Winchester was played by David Ogden Styers. (laughs) You know, so you got that kind of thing. Matthew Patrick Davis is very stately. Yeah. what else have you got to plug? Barbarian is in theaters, still going strong. People should see it. Don't read about it first. Yep, yep. Uh, Barbarian, for sure. I mean, and then this is weird because when I last summer when I was preparing to play a scary person in Barbarian and go to Bulgaria, uh, I was also writing a children's album of kids' songs about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I... I contain multitudes, Doug, uh, and it's called I Love My Dog, and it's on the Yoto music player. <laughs> and I, I, You know, I like music and I like dogs, so, uh, you know, this might be up, up my alley. I don't know about kids' songs, but, uh, you know. It's fun for adults and kids alike, and uh, and you can find some of that on my Instagram, which is Matthew Patrick Davis. There you go. <laughs> you have to say it fast like that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, people get bored. Matthew, Patrick. Oh. Yeah. And that's also like got to be maxing out the letters you can have in the name of on your uh, social. It must be not, yeah. not not too many more characters can fit after Matthew, Patrick, Davis. I think I ran into that problem on Twitter. I think I literally couldn't have Matthew, Patrick, Davis. So I had to be MP Davis. Oh, boy. Isn't this a great story? <laughs> 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 MP that's those are those are weird initials like I can't think of ever knowing somebody who went by MP no. um but thank you for being here and I've got some stuff coming up uh Saturday October 15th I'm doing Doug Loves Movies at the Punchline in San Francisco at 4:20 in the afternoon and then on October 22nd we're back in Los Angeles at the Dynasty Typewriter at also at 420 all my dates are at douglovesmovies.com and uh thanks everybody for for doing this this was a fun a fun time yeah thanks for having me again it was so fun and playing playing with uh people that i'm fans of so that was really cool i'm sorry that i uh, lost i feel like i disappointed you but (laughs) well we should just we should just go ahead and say that you're a Make-A-Wish kid and you want to be on a podcast <laughs> with a, 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 a guy from Barbarian and a, <laughs> a director of, a, of amazing movies. That's the other thing. Look up Brett Morgan and then go watch his other movies as well because uh, I have yet to see one that I didn't find fascinating. Did you watch uh, that show, uh, The Offer, on Paramount Plus, Brett? I did. I watched the first, uh, I think, episode or two and thought Matthew Good did a wonderful job as Evans. I was quite surprised he didn't get nominated. Um, uh, Really. And I was I was the two episodes I saw, I was pleasantly surprised by the humanity that he brought to the performance. I don't know where it ended up going, but I, I was happy to see bob uh depicted with um you know as 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 as, as someone who is quite involved in the the film and not sort of in the cartoonish light that he's often projected in 
Absolutely. He's, uh, he's terrific. Uh, you, you know, he's just, he's extremely likable, but also, you know, kind of, he's cocky and, uh, but it's a, it's a great performance. And, you know, I feel like I, I, I the reason I would even know, like, like how well he was nailing, uh, Bob Evans voice was from watching your movie, the kid stays in the picture because, uh, you know, you hear his voice so much in that and, uh, he's got such a distinct way of, uh, speaking. Um, so yeah, the, the offer was, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's all about the making of The Godfather and it, the, the making of that movie is just so crazy that it does, that sometimes it feels like they're exaggerating, but, uh, oops, sorry. Uh, but um, yeah, that guy, Matthew Good, does a terrific job. He's not even an American. He has to, he's doing a, not only Bob Evans, but an American accent. It's pretty impressive. You want to hear a funny, uh, I know you're wrapping up a really funny quick story. Okay. Uh, at the the uh, Bob refused to narrate any of the passages in the kid sees in the picture related to um, his cocaine bust um, it, because he didn't do it on his book on tape. So throughout the entire time we were editing the film, I had my voice in as a placeholder for Bob. It wasn't until four days before the film premiered that Bob agreed to come in the studio and lay down wax for that section. Otherwise it was going to be me filling in for Bob in the middle of the movie. <laughs> well, you heard his voice so much and you already have, uh, you know, you're already close to how he's, you know what I mean? Like you've got the, you've got the uh, raspiness uh, uh, down. So I, I bet your impression of him is pretty good. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, Bob Evans, for being here. It's along, been a pleasure. <laughs> along with Brett Morgan and Kelly uh, McInerney and Matthew uh, Patrick Davis. As always, thank you, boys. Thank you. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves 